millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Mark Sterling was shouting at us and calling us losers at the start of this week's Ring of Honor. And I was like, what is this? Am I home for Christmas? Also, hello, my friends, and welcome to Ring of Honor Ups and Downs, and a special salute for that one guy who just threw a bunch of expletives at me, because <laughs> there was no R-O-H-U-D-S last week. Look, we're doing what we can, man. Would you just calm down? It is just a stupid show where I wiggle my finger around. Now, I appreciate the passion, and I appreciate the care, but some of you real crazy... I still love you. It also meant that the varsity athletes were here, specifically Ari Davari. And I felt very warm and fuzzy in my tum-tum because he was taking on Mark Briscoe. Briscoe also got a wonderful reaction, which does just make me happy. And given that Davari was out with Sterling, Tony Nese and Josh Woods, I was like, well, he's flipping screwed, isn't he? But actually, it turned out all right, kind of. Even though Mark was able to take Davari down in the early going, when he went for a dive, do you know what that damn Josh Woods did? He took more Mark Briscoe and he threw him into Barry Barricade. So who the hell am I supposed to talk to here? There's no point talking to the referee. They don't care about interference and they don't care about distractions. And Baz is just trying to do his job. I mean, it really pisses me off. And people go, ha ha, you're so funny, Simon. Does it look like I'm joking? No. In fact, it kind of looks like I've gone insane. There was then yet more interference when Ari was like, well, I'm just going to do cross bodies over and over again, which is a really bad idea because Mark Briscoe is a human. He has a brain. So eventually it was just like, well, I'll get out the way then, you absolute goober. This is where Nice and Woods were just continually getting involved till eventually the official went, look, I'm looking at you now, so you do have to get out of here. So Mark Briscoe grabbed Ari Davari, he nailed him with the J-Driller, and he got the one, two, three. But actually, this got even more entertaining because these bad guys did beat up the good guys. You're like, somebody needs to make the save. And do you know who came out to do this? It was the Beverly Brothers. Absolutely was not the Beverly Brothers. It was FTR returning to ROH. They saved Mark Briscoe, which of course makes all the sense in the world. So I guess now we can do some six-man tags. And every now and then, we should be throwing some AEW guys onto Ring of Honor because it would just make interest grow and grow and grow. Oh, this was good. We then had an interview with Eddie Kingston after this. All of those injury rumours were accurate. Because he told us that he has been suffering from a hernia since September... I was like, how the flub have you done everything you have done over the last eight months? But he's not using that as an excuse why he lost to Claudio Castagnoli. Cloud was the better man. And now he's probably going to have to go and have surgery. 
shit. It got him so down when he did lose, however, he went back to his hotel room and he actually thought about quitting until he remembered what Castagnoli had told him before. So he said, nope, I'm going to learn from this and come back a better man. And as always, any time Eddie Kingston does a promo or talk, whether it is actually real or whether he's just playing up to the storyline, you're like, man... I think everything he's saying is 100% legit. So I do hope he gets better soon. And when he does return, I hope he becomes Ring of Honor champion and he has more appearances on Dynamite. Because he's just that damn good. Up. When Sky Blue was also back of Ring of Honor, she continues to improve. I don't know why I did this. As we have already talked about, it does tie in very nicely because she recently signed on full-time with All Elite Wrestling, or at least something like that, and she's being heavily involved in the Outcast storyline. Miss Jackson, ooh. So if we can continue to use her here, there, and everywhere, she will only continue to improve. And here, she basically had a squash match. She was taken on Kelly Madden, which I also enjoyed because I don't think I've ever seen Kelly before, so hopefully she can go on a similar journey. But yeah, Betsy Sky Blue was like... You ain't getting nothing, and I'm gonna murk you. She eventually won with the sky fall, so somewhere James Bond was like, oh yeah, she've done really good. So once again, we are just doing all the right moves here. And in a few years time, because apparently my watch tells the time by years, I think she will be a super duper whooper star. Uh, the war between Top Flight and the Kingdom then continued, because it was Mike Bennett taking on Darius Mine. Shout out to Dante Martin too, who did suffer that horrendous injury at the Ring of Honor pay-per-view, although as the commentators told us, apparently it's not as bad as you may first think it was. And I also do appreciate that we are continuing this feud, especially because we got a twist at the end. We also saw Darius climb on Barry Barricade, so I was like, why are you making this so hard for me, Mr. Martin? I'm trying to like you. And he was able to smash Bennett with a crossbody. But what I mainly want to talk about is that we took a little bit of a risky whisk here. I know what a risky whisk is, but we've said it now. Because despite this being Ring of Honor, where everybody has to shake hands and it's professional wrestling, don't you muck around, it actually ended in a disqualification. Now, this was because Matt Taven was just interfering and distracting the entire time. To the point, I think he totally forgot what was going on here. And he got in the ring and he just attacked Darius. And you got to go see the referee's face and listen to the commentators. They're like, yeah, you can't do this. I mean, why didn't you even try and hide this? So we got the DQ. This was all done for a specific reason, though. So we could go, oh, my gosh, Darius just misses his brother. But he's not an idiot. He is a smart man, as we would learn in an interview later. Because Action Andretti ran out there. He stood side by side by the Martin. And so for now, for the time being, he will be the replacement Dante. But don't call it that. Like I say, they also confirmed this later when they did do a promo. And there is nothing wrong with having intelligent baby faces. So it is going to get an up. However, I am going to give one final down to what we did do with Action. Because while I do think he's an amazing wrestler, and he will go on to be a star as well, I don't really think we ever capitalised on the Chris Jericho thing. That's just my opinion. I'm a geek. I'm a nerd. Maybe he wouldn't even be in this position if we hadn't have done that. But yeah, I'm giving it a down. And that's it. I'm never going to talk about it again unless somebody runs in here and threatens me. I don't want to get in trouble. When it was time for Wheeler Utah to get a rocking and a rolling again. Because he was facing Tracy Williams and we actually added some nice backstory in here. Because the announcers were all like, well, I don't know whether you know about this. But when Wills was going through the independent scene, he looked up to Tracy. This was basically like a Star Wars mentor thing. I assume he may have some respect for the man too, but that was not wrong. Because when Williams locked in a submission, Utah just booted it right in the face to get out of it. I was like, <laughs> he doesn't care about anyone. He also laid in the big hammer and elbows, although Tracy was able to hit a DDT and a brain buster for a near fall. 
But I can only suppose he didn't bust the brain enough because, yeah, Will's kicked out too. He also tried to apply a crossface, but Yuta got out of that by biting him. And I'm pretty sure that is the third bite event we have seen over AEW and Ring of Honor. So as I always say, don't make me start a counter about biting because I won't be able to remember to do it anyway. I'm an idiot and I forget. Eventually, I did allow Wheeler Yuta to apply the Dragon Sleeper, though, so he is now getting victories again. And you have to presume then he's going to have the Shibata rematch at some point and beat that guy. When that does happen, my eyebrow will be permanently raised because what a victory for him. And he is absolutely great. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be Big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash whatculture. I'm talking about Shibata too. He was then back on Ring of Honor TV. This is kind of like watching a ghost. I never thought it was actually going to happen. He was also teaming with Alex Coughlin, who was one of his trainees, so that made sense, as they were taking on the workhorse men. Now, never forget, even when you do get up at 5.30 a.m. in the morning, that is one of the greatest names in all of professional wrestling. It was also smart to do a tag team match here because we don't have to risk Shibata's health. Because I can't lie, every time he is in the ring, I do turn into his dad. Much as I do with Brian Danielson or Adam Cole these days. I'm like, please just be okay. It's totally not worth it. He can't get away with anything though because he just has this aura about him. Which means less is more. Like even if he had tagged in, just walked around the ring... And tagged back out again. I've been, oh wow, Shibata. He's so damn cool. So he's absolutely got the magic. He was able to apply figure four on Anthony Henry until JD Drake was like, I don't care who you are, I'm going to break this up. When Coughlin was tagged in and essentially took the heat. Because again, this is pro wrestling. Somebody got to have their ass whipped. He got hit with a double Russian leg sweep when the workhorse men actually mocked 
Shabata's pose. I was like, I don't think you should be doing that, guys. That's like going up to Batman and going, <laughs> I'm Batman. He ain't going to appreciate it. We also saw Shane Taylor watching from the back. So if we do something with him and Shibata, I'm going to totally lose my mind. When Coughlin found himself in a deathlock. Not only did Shibata get in the ring to break that up by doing a stomp, but then he stomped his own tag team partner to just get him going. And once again, he is one of Shibata's trainees. So I guess this is just what he does. He also got the hot tags that just got in there and melted everyone as Coughlin hit this amazing gut wrench deadlift thingamajig. As yeah, Shibata smashed out the PK kick and he got the one, two, three. And I know I keep saying this, but it's always going to blow my brain. He was almost dead a few years ago. Now he's just back. Up. We also got something cool afterwards because Coughlin looked at the Pro Rules title, so I suppose we are going to do that match. And once again, it all makes sense. One is the trainee, one is the trainer. They know how to work together. I'm very excited about seeing it. When we had the best match ever. I'm only half joking too, because look at this. On one half of the ring, you had Willow Nightingale, who's one of my favorite wrestlers ever and always gets a reaction. And on the other side was little mean Kathleen. I was just doing backflips. That person totally understands pro wrestling. Now, much like the Sky Blue match from earlier, this was just a showcase for Willow, who does continue to rack up those wins and hopefully wins a championship before the end of 2023. And she hit the Oklahoma Stampede to get the one, two, three. So let's keep pushing her. And for the love of everything, get Kathleen on my TV as much as possible. This is all I need when I first introduced to a wrestler. Just give me a silly but fun name. Makes me very pleased. Up. When Tony Nese was back and I started shouting at my TV, shouldn't he be banned given what he did do earlier? The answer is yes, but here it was no. Instead he was facing Stu Grayson, which was totally fine by me, especially because Evil Uno was here as well. As I always say, these two guys are just great and they're the OG Dark Order. Barry Barricade continued to have a bad night because Tony launched Grayson into it. And I was like, why does no one listen to me? Once again, I may as well be dead with the amount of reaction I get to this. Why do I even bother? But otherwise, I just thought they had a really solid and fun professional wrestling match. And ever since Stu Grayson has returned, he's been smashing it. He also hit this awesome corkscrew center at one point to get the two. And Mark Sterling was out here again, but he didn't do much of anything. I mean, he was trying to get involved, Given the result here, maybe he should have tried a bit harder. So after Nice had tried to go for the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment, the surprise roll-up by holding the tights, Grayson was like, well, I'm having none of that. He hit that fireman's carry backbreaker, which is a very cool finishing move, and he got the three. Dutch and Vincent also appeared after this, after they had reappeared at the Ring of Honor pay-per-view, so no, they're not going to WWE, which was the long rumor. And while we did tease a program here, it was made very clear, sure, Evil Uno is at ringside, but I think they're focused on Stu Grayson. So we're going to do something here, but again, good much, decent angle, can't get mad at that. Up. We then had a proving ground fight after this. And given how Ring of Honor works, every match is kind of a proving match. Whatever. I do like it though, because as always, the stipulation is if you can beat the champion or just survive 10 minutes, you will get a title shot. That's probably something other promotions should steal and use. It was also Athena versus Ashley de Ambois, who I also don't think I've seen before. So once again, this is my favorite thing about ROH. Send me new wrestlers so I can decide whether I like them or not. 
I mean, who am I? Absolutely no one. Ashley did get a few things in here too. I mean, she tried a strike bow, which did not work. But ultimately, we are just continuing on with this narrative that Athena has won basically 13 matches in a row in Ring of Honor. She is the champ. And if you want the damn thing, you're probably going to have to take her head off. I mean, she just threw to Ampoir into the floor at one point after she was on the top rope. And then she saw Simba the still steps, did the same thing again. She hit the O face and she got the one, two, three. Also, later on, Ashley was being interviewed by Lexi Nair. And Athena turned up again and got the title and went thwomp, smacked her right in the face and said, welcome to Ring of Honor. Now, look, I don't want to create too much speculation, but I don't think she was sincere. Most like other people we have mentioned, though, Athena is just on a tear right now. And the women's division here is absolutely great. I mean, look at the people we've already talked about. Up. Which did bring us to our main event, which was for the Ring of Honor World Championship. And it was Claudio Castagnoli versus Metalik. Now, admittedly, I missed Ring of Honor TV last week because of all the WrestleMania madness. But how the fuck did this come about? The thing is, though, it was fun because Metalik has all his lucha skills and he's mad fast. So he used that in the early going. Whereas Claudio is just this warrior of strength. But even though he was trying to grab this man, he wasn't able to. Until, that is, Metalik went for a springboard. Claudio caught him in midair, and he just threw him right into the ring apron. Just give me one second. Is that the hardest part of the ring? Yes! Yes, it is! I knew it. The champ also hit this Tilt-A-World backbreaker, which was incredible. And then just slammed Metalik with this Sagat uppercut. I was watching it like, my word, I think he's forgotten what wrestling is again. Hilariously, Metalik's comeback was the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment, but that didn't work when he once again went back to the ropes and he actually got Claudio rocking and rolling. I mean, at one point, he was even on the floor. He also hit this amazing Hurricane Rana, but the real issue with this is I don't even think Metalik's family would have thought he had a shot here. So even though he kept getting all these near falls, the ref went one, two, and there was no real like, oh, I can't believe it. It's more like, yeah, obviously, I don't think Castagnoli is gonna lose. He was able to hit a springboard splash, but when he went for a sunset flip, Claudio just absolutely smashed him again. When he just got fed up of this, he's like, you know what? I'm gonna hit you with this neutralizer and you will be neutralized. That is what happened. He got the one, two, three. He is still your champion. Now, obviously this was just a filler match and you gotta ask the question, who the hell is Claudio Castagnoli gonna feud with now? I don't actually have an answer for you. It was still a fun last match, though, or one that did lack a little bit of tension. But as always, Ring of Honor knows exactly what it's going to be. You're going to tune in every Thursday, and it's just going to go, here's a good match, here's a good match, here's a good match. Can't get mad at that. Up. Which also means the show as a whole gets an up, and it is going to be very difficult with ups and downs. Because if you do keep presenting good fighting contests, what am I meant to do? But hey-ho. Make sure you leave a comment below and let me know what you thought about the thing. Make sure you watch one of the videos on the screen, which is probably going to be an ups and downs. Please do support the whole series. Like the video, share the video, subscribe. Thank you very much. I'm about to say another week is done. Not true. We have Smackdown and Rampage tomorrow. Because wrestling never ends. What even is my life anymore? Goodbye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.